This is Spraymakers, a podcast that dives deep into water ski theory with Rossi and Trent. On this episode, they're talking about core fundamentals and discussing the foundation you can build to be the best water skier you can be. Enjoy the show. There's a base level that has to be right before you need to worry about the next layer, the next level, the next level. And and I think, you know, whether you're the guy, you know, scratching your head at 39 off or the guy trying to run 22 off, it's too often people are there. They, they skip to the, to the top level, the, the stuff that's like, I call it, you know, it's a, it's the top level. Now I'm going to call it the low hanging fruit. Um, <clears throat> but it's the low hanging fruit. It's the obvious stuff. You know, people want to, they want to, they want to address the stuff that is easier to see. Um, you know, their buddies in the boat are telling them, you know, you're dropping your head or you're looking at the buoy or, and, and, and all that might be a problem, but, but, but you got to back way, way, way back to the, to the base level of fundamentals and uh, if you're going to really figure out true cause and effect. So let, let's, let's just get started on that then. So let, it doesn't matter who it is. I, I know you've been teaching your boys how to ski, so you, you're going to have crazy insight on this. Um, what's, where do you start? Like what's the, what's, the, what's the fundamental lowest level that has to happen that, that you know, obviously you, you probably see a lot of people, uh, you know, maybe that's what they're missing and, and that's what they've been missing their whole careers. And, and, and there's like a, you know, a perpetual trickle down. Where do you start? Well, I can tell you, it's been, you know, going to, from, I would say a lot of my clientele when I was doing full-time ski school was, you know, the, the 28 off to, to 38 off type of guy. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah, they're, they're wanting to pick off that, that low hanging fruit that everyone talks about and all that to go back to the very beginning and, and almost start over has been yeah. completely enlightening. Uh, I've gotten some insane, wonderful advice from Richard Abelson, who's, you know, got two high level kids now that are out there just ripping. And so it, it definitely, uh, you know, changes the way that I looked at how I start coaching people, but it also changed the way I look at coaching all people. And it's exactly what we were just talking about. You got to have fundamentals, but you also have to be able to process those fundamentals. So, you know, at, at the, at the earlier stages of your skiing, you're going to have to keep it really simple in order for it to be. Cause I mean, if you get into being too complicated, then yeah. it gets, it, it's like, you can't keep the, the puzzle going and then you get yeah. all jumbled up and then you can't ski. And it's, and it's, it's like, it's like forgetting how to walk yeah. almost. So for me, and I've taught, I, I'm in it, like right now, I've, I've taught a lot of kids, adults, friends, you know, people who say I've never skied in my life before, but I'd love to do it. I'm, I'm coaching more of those people at this moment than I am the high level uh, on my day-to-day stuff. And I have a thing that I finally come to. It's called arms straight, arms straight, have fun. And that is literally <laughs> the beginning. And that's when people come in my boat and you've skied with me three times, I'm, I'm going to look at you and I'm going to say, hey, what's the mantra? And and every kid looks at me and they all in unison go, arm straight, arm straight, have fun. And so, <laughs> so, you know, when I think about what you're talking about or what we're talking about here, arm straight is 100% of where I start. Like if yeah. you don't have your arms straight, then the trickle down from that of habits that, that go in a negative factor are huge. So, and and then do you see that? Do you see that? Okay. (laughs) And maybe this is a weird question, but but do you see the guys at 32 off that you, that you can kind of be like, man, like that, that was like somehow always missing or or, or no, but so, so, 
so let's just Always. jump ahead just for a moment then. So you, let's see your guy who's who like just cannot wrap his ra- his, his brain around um, thirty two off because that's often like a, a plateau level. Mm-hmm. What, what what are you seeing that 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 tells you that man if he if he had learned how or learned the importance of straight arms how how are you seeing it um, exemplified at, at someone at his level or her I level? Mean, ultimately, what happens at that line length is that a turn is completed with bent arms. You know, you're kind you know. of trying to find that. You're just trying to find the end of where the rope is is tight. You know, that's what the, mm-hmm. that's what a bent arm and a rotation of your upper body off the turn is. You're looking for where is that rope going to be tight? Oh, there it is. And then you, yeah. you know, you grab on with your outside hand and then the skier, I think mentally what happens is the skier says, I want to take more from the boat because I don't like where I am. So I'm going to keep my arms pulled in. I'm going to put yeah. a high level of work here. And I'm going to pull. And what ends up happening from my perspective from the boat is I see a person who didn't finish their turn is now not accelerating. They're they're basically like it looks like they're an anchor back there, just yeah. fighting every motion from the boat. And then by center line, they don't have their speed. So they end up going long. And then all of these other things happen that we can talk about later. But I mean, ultimately, yeah. they're just really slow from turn to turn to the wake. And they're so, not having any, and they're not having any fun. <laughs> I mean, they're, you get to the end of the, you get to the, yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> you get, you, they sit down at the end of the lake to talk to you and they can't even breathe. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, I mean, just huffing and puffing and trying to just to recover enough so that when they go the next pass, uh, that they, they have enough energy to do it. And, and yeah. so it's, it's kind of like a, a mini workout or that's, I mean, shoot, some people just hold their breath while they ski and make it really hard too. But Single most important thing for me is arms straight because all of my fundamentals are based off of that. If I don't, if I bend my arms, then I have too much load on my upper body. My hips break. Now I get out of a, out of my strong skiing stance. Thus I don't accelerate and on and on and on that thing. So for me, when I teach kids and then the other thing is like, like I said earlier, you cannot, if you back up to where you're, you know, you're trying to learn to ski the course or you're trying to, and it just doesn't matter. It applies to the 28 offer. It applies to the 38 offer. Shoot. I see guys doing it at a higher level that they've gotten away with it, but I want to base my form off of arms. You know, my arms being straight, I can find my balance point. Um, I know where I am on the ski. It's that kind of things that I think uh, I can base off of. So I I start with people and I start there. Is there Yep. A, and we can come back to talking about why, yeah. but do you have something that you see when you, you know, when you're, yeah. And, and it's going to be really similar. Like, it, you know, I, I think, you know, we're seeing the same thing and approaching it in probably a really similar manner, but I, I start. And again, whether it's, you know, Bennett Covington at eight years old or, or Bailey Austin when she was 12 or, or like, or any of my 28 off guys, whatever, like the first thing, first things first structural alignment. Right. So yep. <clears throat> that's where I have to start. Um, and that can start, I mean, that starts on shore and then it starts on, you know, having positive or perfect structural alignment before you even pull out on the gates. So, and all that is, 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 you know, mechanical structure, right? Mechanical alignment. So that's, you know, shoulders over hips, hips over ankles Mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Right. And, And, and just the nature of skiing, you know, that's, that's, it's, it's not that intuitive. It's not as intuitive as it should be because it's, it's exactly what you're going to do with any other athletic endeavor. Um, 
you know, anything, anything is, is, is breaking alignment and returning to alignment, whether that's running or whether that's doing a, a you know, a clean, everything is a, it, your power through, you know, your power comes from it regaining alignment in, 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 you know, virtually every sport. Um, but why it's counterintuitive for slalom to keep this really, you know, erect straight body is because, you, you know, you, you're anchored at your shoulders, Mm-hmm. You know, and, and people get a little bit worried about that resistance. There's a t- little bit of resistance of your ski gliding over the water. So the first thing they're going to do, sit their hips back a little bit to try and counterbalance. And mm-hmm. and then when you sit, <clears throat> excuse me, sit your hips back a little bit to counterbalance, what happens is the handle gets a little further away from your body. The anchor point or where the load is being directed in your body gets a little bit higher. So you have to sit back even more. And, and, and that's that's probably same thing where you're talking about with your arms. That's the thing that I see even guys running 38 off where I'm just like, dude, like, you know, because you do not have this structural alignment because you are, you're always forced to push your center of mass back. Now there's this, this huge trickle down, you know, your, your, your ability to accelerate your ski in relation to your body is, is diminished. Your, your ability to, you know, withstand the load is diminished. Your ability to, to maintain direction because of that is now diminished. And da, 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 this whole thing is going to go back to, to structural alignment. You got to be able to stay, you know, and, and you're, you're going to call it stacked. You're going to call it whatever you like, but it's, you can't ski bent over. And, and that's the first thing you got to do. And that's what I start with, you know, uh, with kids is, <clears throat> you know, like you said, not to overcomplicate it. So the first thing I I, I do is, you know, Hey, you need to be, you need to have your body straight. So a lot of that is through having, you know, a little bit straighter legs, you know, chest a little bit higher, dah, 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 what, however you want to approach it. But you've got to, you've got to make sure that that is the, the, their key focus, especially with kids. And then I just kind of, just kind of stay out of the way for a little while. You know, they, they, kids are going to figure it out. Um, <clears throat> walk me through, they're going to figure out the before. fancy stuff, but, yep. but yeah, you've, you've got to get that core, that core fundamental down. You've got to have proper structural alignment. So walk me through, I think, I think this is important. And I think anybody can, can pick up on, on pieces of this that they can add to their thing, but walk me through what you're telling, um, uh, that eight-year-old when they're, when they're behind the boat and you're trying to tell them what, what should they be looking for? I mean, what, what is it? Because I think people, people look at us and they go, man, you guys are so strong. And I go, huh? uh, actually, I'm just in a position. It's actually very easy for me to be where I am. I am not struggling to be there. And I think, you know, people who are misaligned are actually struggling to be where they are. So then your mind has to say, this is something that's really hard. So I got to go harder. And it's actually the yep. opposite. So walk me yep, through what it is, what it's like when, when you're telling that, that, that yeah. person so really so it, it's it, it's uh it's standing taller standing taller standing taller so the first mm-hmm. thing i'm gonna do is have you know <clears throat> make sure one equal weight on both feet great two mm-hmm. arms completely relaxed exactly yep. what you're saying mm-hmm. um you know reminding them that you know, or, and, and reminding anyone you can't move the handle you can't effectively reposition the handle mm-hmm. the handle is an extension of the rope right so and it's not a lever you know you right. can't move it Right. It's just going to be where it's going to be. So completely relax your arms. Let the handle get as far away from your body as as, as it's being pulled, and just really as tall as you can be. I, I, I talk a lot about even with young kids, like really keeping you know your tummy as tight as you can, as if your brother's about to give you a punch in the stomach. That's exactly uh, what I use. Thank no. you. Exactly. Yeah. So just yeah. really, it's tall. It's tall. It's tall. It's tall. It's tall. And so where I like 
where I make sure it's perfect, one is on the gate pullout, you know, and that's at any level. Um, and that, that's something I need to, rem- I, I remind myself of, mm-hmm. of daily. Uh, and, and two, the other place where I make sure they understand, you know, like, or, and really take the opportunity to feel where their body is and make sure they're straight through their body, that they're tall, that they're proud, all that stuff we heard in the eighties is, um, I, 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 I won't settle for, for any imperfection on the, you know what, you know when like you're, you're, uh, you're cutting out to, to sink, to, to shorten, to stop at the end of the lake. Yep. Well, that's like a long, really controlled cut, right? There's not a lot of pressure because the boat's giving you a little bit of whip and it's, you know, probably 10 times longer than a cut from one side of the course to the other. So that's where I, I like, I harp and harp and harp. It's gotta be perfect at that point. I think those are two, it, it's remember like the leaning drill, I mean, to me, there were, there were some, there is some benefits to that, but it's, it, you end up in such, such an unnatural spot on the boat that I, I kind of think it's a waste of time. I, I do the, the leaning drill. No offense to anyone that does it. That, that's just my opinion, but I do, you know, I do, I make sure, you know, the benefits of the lean drill, I just do it every time we stop to shorten at the end of the lake. Uh, you know, that's a hundred percent. And you watch a guy or a woman run, run some short line passes. And then at the end of the lake, when they go to pull out, they pull their arms in and do all this crazy stuff, you know, yeah. exactly opposite of everything they do in the course or everything. We're even working on arm straight or something like that in the course. And then they go to the pull out at the end of the lake. And I'm like, Nope, that's not it. So just like what you're yeah. saying, I mean, every moment that you're out there is a, is an opportunity to be able to try and, and progress and do. And every time you inversely, every time you do it, wrong it's one more mm-hmm. time you've done it or or not right or however i mean that's a negative way to look at it but every time you do it the wrong way you're practicing the wrong way so you exactly. add it in. i want to do it ten thousand times in a row correct you know and, and think about and like think and this seems yeah and this might seem silly but just think about like think about the guy that you know think about like the best gear that on your lake think about the way he pulls out over his feet everything perfect nice and relaxed looking like he's just kind of hanging on the rope and then when he sinks look what happens like he sinks right over top of his ski and, and this is like this seems like a silly little thing but then watch the guy that who's just trying to learn to, to run the course he like pulls out on his back foot he sits his butt down and then when he's sinking in the water, his skis way out in front of him. They're spray hitting him in the face. And, and as he submerges, his ski is actually like his ski tip is actually still in the air. Like just, and it, it, this seems silly, but it, it's, it, it's, 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 it's what separates like people that really get it from the people that don't get it yet. So that's, um, I'm a stickler for that one. I get crazy excited when a kid does it right for me and I will, I won't settle for him or her not doing that part correctly. So, okay, core fundamentals. So base level for us, we're talking about structural alignment. And then like you're saying, like the a huge tell is, is, is or, or, or the easiest way to access that structural alignment is make sure that you're taking your arms out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, where I go next, and I'll do this with, with kids also, is, is I think they need to understand the concept of rope alignment. Um, <clears throat> Meaning that, and this, this is like simple, but meaning that that straight line that they've created with their body, that nice pencil straight line, also has to be in in line with the line of the rope. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning meaning that their upper body is not tipped ahead of the line of the rope, or conversely, they're not back. That so I, I always just tell them, you know, if my older guys or girls will be, you know, tell them, you know, when they're swinging from one side of the wake to the other, it's it's the the line of the rope needs to intersect their inside hip 
right? Um, or with with kids, it's you know tummy to the handle kind of deal. But I you know, and that's something we work on on the dock. You know, when they get into their lean position, make sure okay, if I were to look down my chest, am I seeing my hips and the full line of the rope? And and it's just finding that balance point um, because structural alignment in itself isn't enough. And I, you know, I was thinking like this, we have basically an additional source of gravity, if you will. Uh, we can't just be in a straight line in relation to the, you know, the top of the water. We, that line has to line up with the pylon because that's where the, the pull of the pressure is coming from. Um, and I'll, I'll bravely start with those two things, even with kids, you know, structural alignment, rope alignment. Uh, exactly. And and that's exactly it. So the way I say, you know, that, that stuff is, you know, arms straight. And then mm-hmm. my next one is you need to ski into a stacked position. Yes. So stacked, strong ability to just maintain a, a position from the finish of the turn to the wake. And that's like that, that's that, that, uh, you know, when you, when you tie a pile, uh, tie a handle to a post, and then you grab a person and say, Hey, show me your lean, mm-hmm. you know, and then you see, I mean, I would say almost every single skier that I would have, and it didn't matter if they were high level or, or, you know, in the more beginner, you grab the rope. I, I will stand behind them. I'll open their shoulders a little bit. I'll allow their, I'll, I'll, I'll grab their uh, inside hip and pull it up, you know, making sure that it's closer to the handle. And mm-hmm. I keep shaking their arms to make sure their arms yep. straight. Because, you know, the, the reason why I go arm straight is such a big deal is that when you're doing that drill, you put your hands and you lean against that rope, you bend your arms, you're basically stuck in a position that you can't, you can't do anything from and you're going to get tired. So I have you relax your arms. Once your arms are relaxed, your hip is now free to move up and down to allow yeah. yourself to correct uh, for that for that position. So. Yeah. So when I watch a person ski, we're arm straight, arm straight, have fun. The have fun part, that's to have you relax, <laughs> relax. And to have fun. <laughs> relax, exactly. Because yeah. most people are way over gripped. And if you're, if I look at your face and I see grimace and I see, you know, this scrunchy, scrunchy upper nose, you know, you've got your forehead brows, <laughs> you got all that stuff just scrunched up. That's why I want you, I, I say, have fun. If I look at somebody on the back of the platform before they ski and they look in like, like way too tensed out, I'm, you know, I'll say a joke. I'll say something. I'll, I'll say, Hey, can you, can you smile? And they're like, what, what are you talking about? And I'm like, <laughs> we need to change the way we are because if we're tense, we're going to want to bend the arms. We're going to, then we're going to lose our stack position. And then we're going into a battle against the boat that we really can't win. We're, you know, we're not a horsepower. What are we? A 10th of a horsepower versus, you yeah. Know, these boats are 350 to 450 horsepower. Like you're never going to be able to do that. So, you know, we talk about straight arms and then I like to think about, you know, trying to just make sure that my ski tip goes underneath the rope before I lean on it. And that's, yeah. that is, that yes, is there. Like, yes. That's exactly, that's it. That's rope alignment for sure. Exactly. Exact so you and I yeah. say the same thing. We say it a yeah. little bit differently. <clears throat> there might be keys that certain skiers will key on a, a phrase that you said, they might be a certain, certain phrase that I say, I mean, I'll tell people right now, you can go to 10 coaches, all 10 coaches are going to, uh, they're going to see exactly the same thing, but they're going to come at you in a way that's different. And hopefully you'll find one of those coaches that seems to click in your head as to, 
I understand what he or she is saying, and now I can apply it. These coach, these other coaches I've been going to, they do say the same thing, but it hasn't hasn't related. And and great coaches relate more, you know, like yeah. guys like you and and you know Matt Reaney and you know Jack Travers and and uh, you know who else is really good at it is uh, Chet Raley. You know, like yeah. you get out there and and you know I mean Jay Bennett. I mean yeah, I mean we can we can I, uh, the no offense to anybody that I didn't, didn't say because no, 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 full offense. No, no. If your name wasn't on this list, no, you're no good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, uh, no, that's exactly it. And and you're exactly right. I think it's finding out it's, it's, you know, it's trying to elicit the response or, you know, finding different avenues. And and I think what makes the great coaches great is, is they, um, they don't get consumed with the, with the effects and they, they, and they have a really, um, clear understanding of, of true causes. Um, so, okay. So we're, we're on the same page now. So there, so what's the, what's the next tier of fundamentals and where do you, where do you go? Like, so you under, you know, once, and then you can, I mean, kids will figure this stuff out quickly, man. Like it's easier for them because they haven't been doing it wrong for as long. So they've got, they can figure out structural alignment. Wow. Look at your proud chest. Look at, you know, your nice straight line, your legs are straight or, or, you know, your legs are strong, not, you're not compressing, you're not sitting. Awesome. You understand rope alignment or, or like Rossi's saying, you understand how to, how to make sure that your tip comes all the way through it, or you like finish the turn, if you will. Um, and, you know, so we got this nice straight line. So now, now what's the next tier for you? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, uh, keep it simple is number mm-hmm. one, you know, like you're, if you, if you're out there with arms straight and you, you turn in to a nice position. I mean, that, that rope being tied to a post, that position that you can assume, you know, where your arms are straight, your hips are up, and it's very easy to hold. Now what I want to do is I want you to be able to do that move, and I want you to build trust as you approach the wakes so that you can just trust that that, that is all that you need and that you don't need more. You don't need to bend your arms as you come into the wake as a crutch, that you're it's trusting those positions so that you can trust to build speed, which will mm-hmm. then help you to be able to manage the course. So I mm-hmm. think, I mean, for me, those two, the first two are kind of, there's a lot of subcategories in them, but building yeah. trust on that sequence. And then, you know, obviously as you get, if you have older, uh, you know, older students or skiers, you can start talking more about, I like to talk, I always think that you need to understand the, I say 30,000 foot level, you say, you know, uh, 30 feet above the water, whatever it is that mm-hmm. you got to understand what the physics of this sport really are. And there yeah. is one that is insanely important, which is center line. Yes. And so, you know, whether you're a, what, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Just, just so cent- the center line. So we're right behind the boat when the handle yeah. passes, when you make a turn and now you're approaching the wakes and you're in your lean, when that handle hits center line, the moment after it goes past center line, that handle is now curving inward towards the buoy. It will no longer, it's at its longest point away from the boat at center line. And now that handle is arcing up and in. So if, if, and it doesn't matter if you're at 15 off, if you're at 41 off, it is, you can get away with certain things because you have excess rope when you're, when you're with, when you're with longer line lengths, but the, the physics of it say that right at center line, that handle starts to arc in, meaning the more that we are still trying to lean against the boat, 
and go in that sideways direction past the center line, yeah. the handle cannot go that direction. And so what ends up happening, and you see this all the time, you'll see somebody and they're, they've got great form kind of going into the wakes. It's looking great. And then they hold their pole past the center line, past the second wake. And immediately you'll see their hip buckle, yep. hips, hips buckle, hips fall behind, chest falls forward. Skier comes right off the edge to a flat ski. And now they're running at a, at a line that points from where they are straight at the buoy. No arc yep. before the buoy. And so, you know, just understanding that pulling long will never get you wider. That is something that I don't care what line length you're at is in- incredibly important. It's incredibly important. And it, and it, and it's, and that's a crazy thing is that you can get away with it. And, and even at 39, you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Even at 41, you can get away with it. It's just not ideal, you know? And it, it's just, I, I had this conversation with arguably the greatest skier in the history of this entire sport. And, and it was a, it was like a, I was trying to relay the importance of that. And, and there was, there was even, even this person who was like the greatest ever had some, some resistance to it. Like I, I'm not, I just don't quite see it that way. Um, but I mean, but yes, it, it, and it, that is one that is to me too. I'm exactly with you. That is my next tier of, of core fundamentals is, is understanding um, the, the boat's role in this whole project. And that's, that, that's where, I, you know, it, a long time ago I started, just shying away from that pendulum theory. Um, and it's not wrong, but it doesn't account for the fact that the anchor point. So if that's, you know, the anchor point that's holding the rope and ball or the anchor point being the pylon pure, the pendulum theory in itself doesn't account for that. The fact that that anchor point is moving. Exactly. You know, so it pendulum is perfect if the boat wasn't moving. And, and I, and I think that and obviously everyone knows the boat's moving, but I think that's the, that's the next tier that you have to understand is that, is that the boat is moving. The boat is dragging you, you know, um, it's not a change of, you're not, it's not a change of direction at the bottom of the swing, like it is on a pendulum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, the way I approach that is, 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 is yes, the, the very much so the importance of the center line. And then the way I attack it, is, you know, again, even if it's an eight-year-old or it's a, you know, or if it's one of my, my dudes at 38, it, it's, they, you, they need to understand the role of the boat and, and what they need to be doing in, in relation to it. So the, I start, I start everyone with, with their gates. <clears throat> um, meaning if, if I'm teaching someone to run the course, I don't start at one ball, um, cause it teaches you, it, it allows you to, to pull out, slow down, make this nice control time. I don't start with that. I start with people missing their gates. Yes. But I start with everyone pull out on the left side, pull out strong. You know, we, this goes back to our gate episode a couple, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I start that, you know, right from the start, I need you pulling out, creating more speed than the boat. And the way I talk to it with, with, with kids is, you know, like, think of it like this. It's like you in the boat, when you pull out and you're in that gate glide, you and the boat are racing and you're neck and neck. I need you to start turning before the boat starts beating you on the race, you know? And, and, and it's, it's because what I'm looking for is, is even right from the start. I mean, if we're talking about rope alignment or, or, or you're talking about, Hey, you need to get your tip all the way under the rope before you start leaning on it. Well, kids right from the very start, they need as much free space as possible. So don't let them, you know, don't let them do that 
that slow, slow turn into, into the gates or don't let them start at one ball all nice and slow. You know, I, I teach the gates right from the very start. So, um, for me, just like you're saying the next, the next level for me on this thing after structure alignment, after rope alignment is, is, is speed and spacing in relation to the boat, you know, and it doesn't have to be complicated, but it, it needs to be addressed from the very start because these kids are learning on zero off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you tell me, you know, going back to how the, you're talking about pendulum and we're talking about the boat moving. So what's the key? So in my mind, I'm, I'm visualizing what you're saying. And then, so I see, I need you to, to kind of tell me what's happening then right there from center line or right around that center line zone that changes from like what a rope swing would look like to uh, the fact that that's moving. Well, again, like losing sense of your, of your, of your actual direction. Right. And it's the same thing when you're sitting in the boat, it looks like a pendulum. Right. But I mean, again, I go, you know, and, and everything changed for me when, when it was actually, you know, watching Moomba videos, um, years back when they used to film from one of the high rises and you're looking down on this thing and you're like, that's not a pendulum. That, that dude's not moving backwards switching direction at the center line and then moving forward, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you're running like a, for, the boat's dragging you into the wakes, you know, and, right. and, 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 you know, I, I, and it's not going to be accurate, but let's just say you're coming in at like 45 degrees. It's not 90 like it feels. And it's certainly not backwards. That's, you know, that's never the goal. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I think really okay. understanding, like, you know, I need to, I need to get up. I need to get moving with the boat in my, in my glide right from the very start. And I need to be able to start turning and, 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 and achieving this rope alignment, um, therefore not breaking my structure alignment. If I have, you know, if I've finished the turn or, or I've gotten everything aligned with the rope, there's no reason for my structure to break so I can get everything done by the first wake. And, and that's something I start, you know, I start with right on the kids and, and I'll do a, I do, um, <clears throat> I got a bit of a drill. I'll do it, but I'll do it, you know, for sets and sets and sets on end is, is I'll use, um, like little tactile reminders of when they need to, to do what. So, you know, I'll, I'll tap on the rope when their when their speed is perfect to turn in on the gate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just be like, "Trust me on this one. If you miss it, don't worry about it." You know, then I'll also use that reminder to them. You know, when their speed is good enough to switch edges. You know, with the goal being even at fifteen off, even these kids skiing twenty six miles an hour, their goal is still to be coming off that cutting edge by the center of the wakes. And yes, it's possible. Oh, I mean, hey. Uh, all you need to do, if you're a 15 off skier and you're listening to this and you're not quite sure what's going on, uh, with this discussion, then, uh, Google Seth Stitcher 15 off and you get, you get to watch a high level, you get to watch a high level skier, you know, a, a former pro, a coach, you know, a guy who's very technical and watch what he does at 15 off. And he is not pulling long. You know, he establishes his speed. You know, he like you said, he starts with a nice wide gate, turns in when he has the appropriate speed, is skis into that stack position, arms are straight, develops speed into the center line, and then stands, you know, comes up out of his lean and arcs out to the buoy, rides the line, however you want to say it. My next transition from uh, what we're just talking about, one more fundamental that I think we just like that people need to understand is that once you set those things up after the turn, it's time to stand up. And as you're getting closer and closer to the buoy, you should be standing more and more and more tall. 
And is yes. that is that something that uh, that you see or that you you feel yeah, strongly yeah, about? Yeah, for sure. Because you know what's happening at that point as you're st- rising up, <clears throat> your center of mass, your weight is moving forward, right? And 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 then just like you know, sometimes we lose sight of the the simple principles of it. Um, you know, it's, it's your weight, it's your body weight. That's making that ski, you know, the shape of the ski is going to, is, is going to help the ski turn, but it's your body weight moving ahead of your feet and, and, and leaning to the inside. That's actually making everything happen. So yeah. Um, that's, that's absolutely one of the, you know, one of the next tiers is, is understanding how to move your weight effectively, when to move it. Um, but again, it's funny though, even that, like you just say, like, Hey, just, just, I want you to like rise up, get nice and tall, you know, as you're coming into the turn. And then then all of a sudden you're like, Oh man, I remember so-and-so told me that when I was trying to run my very first pass, that kind of goes along with, you know, structural alignment, but. I mean, um, you also can go back and you can also go back and be, remember when you were told, you know, remember when you were told, um, to bend your knees, you know? Yeah. I know. Well, I'm going to, I need to bend my knees before, uh, well, I come into the turn or soften your knees or, you know, so yeah. people get confused. Listen, that's not a thing. Okay. No. That's not from a, from a very fundamental aspect. That is probably a crutch for something you did prior to that motion, that moment that may or may not help you in the short term, but you have to understand the bigger picture of what we're trying to do here and set that, that up. Yeah. And, 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 and it, again, that's some, you know, that's focusing on a negative effect instead of focusing on the root cause of the problem. Like what I'm picturing why someone would be told to bend their knees is that their hips were probably a little bit back to begin with. So like now we're going to bend our knees, <clears throat> try and lower that center mass a little bit just to counterbalance the fact that, that the pull is all on my shoulders. You know, the lower you get, the higher the handle is going to be in relation to your body, right? The handle is always going to be in essentially the same place. So if you're squatty, dropping your hips, that's the same thing as just saying, well, the handle's high, you know? Um, so it's kind of, uh, it's kind of cyclical or perpetual. The, the worse it is, the worse it, it's going to have to be for you just to maintain your balance. I think you got, you got to stand up after, after the wakes. And as you, you're, you are arcing out to the buoy, you know, your handle's trying to arc, it's arcing to the inside, it's arcing outward, but to the inside, you're being pulled. You want to be standing up. You know, one of the things that standing up does is what you said earlier. It's, it's allowing your body to come forward on the ski. When you pull out at the end of the lake trip and you're going too fast and you're going to run into shore, what do you do? Exactly, dude. And I use this. I use this all the time. Absolutely, man. You get on your back foot. What happens right. when when you when you take that whip and you're not going to make it far enough, and now you're going to short yourself? Yep. You right. Stand up. Stand get on up. the front of your stand ski up. and and right. get on the front of your ski and ride it as yep. long as you can. So yep. yeah, we're 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 coming off a turn. We're getting into that sack position. We're accelerating to center line or or that zone right behind the boat, whatever you want to call it, and now. Once we've let or, or transitioned to edge change after that, now we don't have that boat's pull accelerating us, but we want to keep our speed because mm-hmm. our speed is what's going to ski us up to that buoy. So yeah, we want to start to transition to standing up. I'm not saying right off the second wake, straighten your legs and stand up like a, you know, like a, you know, straight stiff body, but you're going to start to come up, come up, come up, come up. And then when I let go of the handle, 
that's my tone, my, my, my second stage of like, I really need to start to extend myself away from that handle and away from that ski, like really extend and stand up. And so all that time we're keeping our speed, we're keeping our alignment, we're staying over the front of our ski, we're allowing our ski now to, to, to learn how to do a carved turn or, or a more proper turn and not a skid. And so that we can harness the speed both into and out of a turn. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, yep. that's just kind of, the, that's just kind of a, uh, a rough outlook of some core things that you can be focusing on. And it doesn't really matter if you're a, you know, just learning the core skier or you're a 38 off and beyond skier. All of these things can be applied to your skiing and each one can be strengthened by focusing on sub sub parts of, of what we're talking about. Yep. And, and I think, I mean, w- watch some video of yourself. I think like, you're going to be surprised. There's a lot of like amazing, amazing skiers that, that don't um, capitalize on, don't have a good understanding of step one, that bottom level, that structural alignment, you know, and, and then conversely, just watch any of your favorite skiers, download some video and, and just that, I mean, I loved it to, to, to watch different skiers and just try and, okay, what's the unifying factor here? What's the tie that binds all these guys together, even though they all look completely different structural alignment, everyone is completely, you know, they're using their the entire length of their body, you know, their hips are over their ankles their shoulders are over their hips. Exactly. Exactly. So anyway, for me to sum, to sum up and simplify this, this, uh, in-depth conversation, I mean, I tell people arms, you know, arms straight, uh, you know, ski into a stacked position, get your speed done by center line and then use the second half going out towards the buoy to stand up and extend and really like chest proud and stand up and breathe and all of those things. And that's it. You can really simplify this for the, for the learning the course gear, simplify that really down to just arms straight, good structure done by the center line, stand up, you know, and then obviously the, the more, the more advanced you get, you can, you can get more intricate and there's a lot more little, little subparts to this, but keep it simple, really make that your base core. That's why I love doing it with kids to start because once they have that as their core, then all the other things, they just, they just go boom, 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 you know, and and that progression is so fun to watch and it's, and it's easy for them. It's not a fight. So, yeah. And and then, and they, and, and when those few basics are right, um, a lot of the, a lot of the other chatter just disappears. It gets, it gets really, really, really simple. If you're doing the, if you're doing the basic stuff, correct. And that's the same for whether, when I'm coaching a kid or what the same for my skiing, the better I'm skiing, the less I even have to think about, it. you know what I mean? So take, take care of the, take care of the seemingly simple stuff, but it's the important stuff. Make sure your structure is perfect. Make sure that your, that your body lines up with the line of the rope. Make sure that you're creating enough space on your setup that you can get all your work done by center line. And then and the rest is just kind of takes care of itself. A hundred percent. Remember, none of this is hard to do physically. It may be hard for you to comprehend it in your head for, at first, but this is not, we are not physically stronger than you. We understand the technique and how to get to that place, which from your eye may look like we're really insanely strong, but we're actually only we're, we're just really good at getting our fundamentals in place and trusting them. So yep. 
use your practices, you know, focus on those things. Don't get ahead of yourself and, and get caught into the, to the minor minutia, you know, things that people are talking about on the internet, you know, get your core fundamentals, you know, in this, this kind of skiing, right. Then we can talk a little bit more about some of the smaller, uh, you know, parts of the skiing that, that can also add to your, add to your skiing. Perfect.